0: Hey entrepreneurs it's your podcast mogul field better here i am excited for this episode as as i know you are before we jump into this episode i'm gonna ask you if you are also a podcaster and you're looking to grow your podcast or monetize your podcast make sure you stay till the end of the episode i have a special deal for you or a special offer if you will but ladies and gentlemen Without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul, Phil Better, as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better. And special guest today on Investing Yourself: The Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Investing Yourself: The Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Today, I am very happy we have a special guest joining us today because they are still a full-time senior software engineer and developer advocate at Yum Brands, but. Our guest is also like many of us and started a part-time coaching business focused on helping junior developers get their first job in tech. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages and non-binary folk on this spectrum, please welcome our guest, Eric Anderson. Eric, thank you so much for being here.
1: Wow, thank. great introduction. Thank you so much. Hopefully I can live up to the hype, but thanks for having me on your on your podcast.
0: You're very welcome. I, I was excited when we met over on Polywork, which is an amazing place for connections, how you were still, you're starting your journey. And I'm just like me, I'm still journey. I'm only like a few months, probably ahead of you. I'm, this is going to be my third year entrepreneuring. Um, but I love how you're still in that journey with uh, with me and with my audience as well. So I, you're a perfect person because you can show the success. Like I want to know, before I ask any questions, like th- first of all, thank you. You're on the show. Great. <laughs> now, please, after I've done that interve- inter- introduction, can you introduce yourself?
1: Uh, yes. So as you said, senior software engineer, uh, developer advocate, advocate full-time at Young Brands. Uh, part-time about two years ago, uh, I decided to take some of my experience to help start a coaching business on the side to help junior developers get that first job. I call myself an accidentalpreneur uh, in the sense that initially my sole desire was just to share the love and help developers just like I was that are just maybe a few years behind me in that progression. Uh, and then over the course of a few years, it's kind of blossomed, people demanding more of my time, wanting more and more of the content I was putting out. So it's was never intentional, but happy to be here and, and share what that accidental preneur journey might look like. So
0: you started, why did you get into software engineer in the first place? Like what was it about being software engineer or that that called to you?
1: Yeah. So growing up, my dad was a programmer. Uh, so when I was in middle school, we built our first computer together Uh, in high school, I built my first website. It was a Dragon Ball Z fan site that was like a click and drag, kind of a no-code thing. Then it was little macros and automations for StarCraft, if you ever played those games. Uh, So it was always in the back of my mind. Uh, So when I hit college and had to choose a major, sure, why not dive into something where I can kind of explore this further?
0: I love it. I love it. And then transition, how long were you uh, a software engineer before you said, Hey, I'm going to help
1: people? Uh, Yeah. So that was about eight. Well, it was eight years in my journey when I branded myself, the world's happiest software engineer. And I did that because it was a goal of mine. Actually, I was at the time, probably the the world's unhappiest (laughs) software engineer, but I believe in public accountability for any goal that you have, right. Exercise, weight loss, what have you. So I wanted to have that public manifestation and accountability of where I wanted to, to go and what I mm-hmm. wanted to be. So that's why I say Accidentalpreneur, I set that title. And then within a few months, like everybody started asking me questions about it. LinkedIn primarily is where my, my audience is. And how do I be a, a happier developer? And, and then over the course of just a few months in the last few years, yeah, I've, I've done this one-on-one coaching because people keep asking me this question, but that was never, that was never my intent, right? My intent was my own mental health and well-being yeah. uh, first.
0: I love that. And so after the eight years you slam down, I'm going to become the happiest software engineer in the world. And months later comes true or it starts coming true, becomes mm-hmm. more of a reality. Then you start getting people going, hey, I want to be happy too. I'm not happy as a software engineer. Can you help me? And so they start asking you, did you start charging at first or were you just doing it uh, pro bono? Uh,
1: Pro bono initially, because like I said, the intent was never to start a business. Uh, So initially it was one-on-one conversations on LinkedIn, primarily through chat. Uh, Then it blossomed in that open up time on my calendar for voice calls, video calls. Then I'd have some repeated conversations, uh, formal mentorship over the course of uh, a few months until somebody found a job. Uh, But then it hit a point where I didn't have enough time in the day to really put energy into helping everybody that was coming my way. Uh, So at that point it was, well, I need to uh, have like a Calendly subscription so I can help manage my time. Okay, well now I'm accruing costs here. (laughs) For a service I'm giving for free, so I need to offset that somehow. So then it became, well, I can do a, a blog here that is, you know, ad monetized. That becomes popular, and now I'm having to pay for like market research that I'm that people are asking deep questions about the job market on. So okay, well, I sh- I need to have like a premium tier here for that, and then so I'm pushing everybody to this, you know, generic advice on my newsletter, but then. Uh, there's still demand on my time. Okay. Well, let me start charging for these one-on-one mentorship conversations to kind of maybe limit that demand to a reasonable amount. And that's, that's where I am right now and trying to kind of understand what the next step looks like for me. Um, And then full disclosure as well. Can I talk about the financial aspect of it? Sure.
0: Yes. No, please. This is, this is an open con, whatever you want to talk about, we could talk about.
1: So the first two years of that journey, I'm, 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 maybe two years, maybe three years in, de- uh, depending on how you define starting this <laughs> journey. Uh, first years, I didn't really make any money a- at all. But the my following on social media grew exponentially to the point where I'm at now. Um, so then in the last few months, uh, through a combination of the mentoring and the, the blog, and I partner with some recruiting companies and boot camps. Finally, now a bad month, I'm. It's usually a few hundred dollars, and on a good month, it's it's close to about a thousand dollars. So I just cool. want. Oh, sorry. Go oh, ahead. I was going to say that's
0: great. You can continue. <laughs> yeah. Sorry.
1: Yeah. So I know you mentioned a large part of your audience of people that are early on in that entrepreneurship journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I maybe dedicated full-time energy to this, I could have monetized a lot earlier. But I would just say if you want to take – if you're taking a path or you're still full-time employed somewhere else and part-time do, trying to do this, I would, following my similar journey, just be aware it's not going to make you a lot of money <laughs> early on. Um But I would instead focus early on 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 getting lots of followers and and building a presence so that when you finally do start monetizing, uh, you'll have a large audience that you can draw from.
0: I want to talk about you using LinkedIn to generate uh, content. How did you go about doing it? Like what kind of content did you put out on your LinkedIn
1: Yeah, that's been another journey, right? Uh, Typical entrepreneurship journey where you you fail a lot and you pivot and you kind of understand what the market wants. So initially, when I started posting, it was a lot of mental health type topics, Um, got some lukewarm reception. My audience wasn't that large to begin with Mm -hmm. either. Uh, So I pivoted and started talking more about deeply technical topics Uh, coding tips and things like that. That also had a lukewarm response. Uh, Then I started giving general advice to seasoned developers for how to maybe go from a junior to a senior and get promoted. That also had a lukewarm response. I'm about on my fourth iteration of that. I started talking about job search tips and the engagement on LinkedIn, the, the views that I have. Uh, The the click through to my newsletter on any links that I shared was like night and day different from anything else that I was talking about at the time. So uh, while initially a lot of this was focused on the happy developer mental health in the software engineering field, I've since now pivoted as the the market seems to be mostly interested in in finding a job, especially lately with all the big tech layoffs that have been announced by Facebook, Google, uh, Microsoft, et cetera it just seems to be a lot more relevant uh, to my to my audience lately
0: yeah i was going to bring that up i can see the increase so it's probably you can probably track it that the bigger the layoffs the more people are clicking in to find out how to get jobs because either they've been out of the market for so long or they're just about to enter the market and they're getting these abysmal news about twitter laying off facebook everywhere being uh layoffs Mm -hmm. left right and center with that your style of writing on linkedin how do you how would you describe it
1: uh that's a good question uh as far as my style i like to think that i speak direct uh, what i mean by that is you'll notice each of my posts start off identifying the audience that i'm speaking to so i'll say recruiters dash blah 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 juniors, dash, blah, blah, blah. Another post uh, will say companies, hiring managers, dash, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I personally uh, find it difficult to, when I'm scrolling through an endless feed on whatever social media platform I'm on, I want to engage with the content that's relevant to me, Mm -hmm. and whatever their algorithm is promoting, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't want to engage with that. I want to engage with the, the content that's relative to me. So anyway, I try to assist the algorithm or assist my audience, at least by being explicit, saying, hey, if you're a junior, this is a post you want to read. That's the, the very first line. Uh, and then the, the content that I provide, I like to be very direct and explicit with tactical tips. I find a lot of other voices in that job search career development space are a lot more touchy-feely, like just believe in yourself and you can do it. Keep trying harder and you'll eventually get it. B- being an engineer, though, I like to think I'm a little more pragmatic. Like, what does that look like? What do I need to do? Tell me the steps. So I try to be more direct.
0: I like that. I like I like the the, the directions. I think. Uh it helps a lot more because you're talking to the audience that you're talking to. Like most engineers are pragmatic. That's why they went into it. A plus B equals C. Like I don't need to know that if I have a, a feeling that it's going to make people <laughs> right. No, tell me the <laughs> steps I need so I can get the job. And then I'll, feels later. Now
1: I'll feel later. No, feel good later. Yeah, that's, right. Yeah, that's it's, right.
0: The feelings come later. Get me the job first. What are the steps? I know I need to believe in myself, but what other steps are ne- needed? Yeah, um, exactly. Your newsletter. What prompted you to start that? Like, was that something you already had set up or was it like, oh, I need to start a newsletter?
1: Uh, yeah, that was, I, I knew that medium had a partner program where you could um, you know, monetize uh, your blog, what have you. Uh, initially, the goal was not a blog. The goal is a book. And I figured, what is the next step at writing a book? And, that, and I'm not a writer, uh, so I figured getting more comfortable writing short to medium form content was probably the first step there. One, to assess if there was a market interest in long form content on this topic. Second, to gain experience and confidence in myself. And third, I found that the more I write, the more I have to write about. Uh, so content generation, Was another aspect of it. Uh, So now, as I contemplate, and I haven't taken any, I haven't actually started writing the book yet. But now, at least, I feel a lot more confident in my ability to be successful to to take that step. And if I were to write a book, I think it'd be relatively easy. I have now three years worth of my own content that I can look back on and just organize and structure, uh, which would be a lot easier than just starting from scratch, right?
0: For sure. And plus, you have at least 10,000 hours of writing uh, oh, yeah. in those 3 years. So like you're already a master writer. You're in the top 10% for sure for writers. Especially in your 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 niche, you're probably in the top 1%. Oh, goodness.
1: That. I haven't thought of it that
0: way. Thank you. Yeah, if you think <laughs> if you look at it, how many people are writing about helping software engineers find their next job? There's probably a handful. A handful. Yeah. If that and that, and we're also and then we just look at people helping uh, getting jobs in general, there's probably maybe two dozen, three dozen people doing that. And then we have you who just comes in, your niche specific. Oh, you're going to crush. Your book's going to crush.
1: Crush it. Oh gosh, thank you for the confidence.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, thank I you. listen, it's, if, if you're already getting clients now with what you're doing, there's a market for it. Mm-hmm. Now you just need to find out what's the price point of this market. Sure. And that you're going to do that Now, as you move through and you write your book and all that, you'll see even more. And uh, by the way, that book is a genius idea for leads. Okay, It's a genius uh, lead generating because um, I I just read a book called The Million uh, Book Funnel. And it talks about how just using your book creates leads because it's as you promote your book, people read it. They know more about you and you place your little links inside that book. Mm -hmm. Schedule a call, schedule a call, you know, or... Book a it session.
1: Has, it adds a little formality too, I, I imagine, you know, with uh, boot camps, universities, companies, right? A best selling yeah. author. Oh, I you know, come in.
0: Yeah. There you go. It just gives a, it, it also gives you an authority because we also know that a book is, you're putting down your knowledge in a book. So it must, you must be relevant and you must have some knowledge in it to have written a book. Um, what's your goal with the coaching business?
1: Yeah. So, I am as an accidental preneur am really living this journey maybe six months at a time okay uh five years ten years down the road, ultimately personally, I would like to have some financial independence um and then ultimately, since my initial motivation for all of this was to help junior developers, I, I'm now at the point where I've helped uh, a few hundred find that first job. But to say that I've helped a thousand, that I've helped 10,000, I mean, the higher that number gets, the happier I am, right? <laughs> As showing that my content has been uh, re- rel- relevant uh, to my audience. That's where I'd say I am right now. I love that.
0: Um- Okay, I want to look at some more tip oriented things. Um, Since you're starting your journey, um, I want to talk to software engineers. Okay, software engineers Mm -hmm. who are looking to transition from working for a brand or working for a company and then work starting their own either coaching agency or something in that world. What tip would you have for them for starting off?
1: Yeah, I would say, based off of my experience, I've heard the phrase, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. I've also heard it said that the best time to start marketing your book is two years before you even write it. The idea being that so much of what we do as entrepreneurs requires a certain amount of awareness in the market of your services or your skill set, et cetera. Um, So even if you don't know exactly what you want to do, like me, I, I would say... Being active and professional on social media, Twitter, LinkedIn, both have been very successful funnels for me. Uh, I'm just now getting into video content with you know, TikToks or YouTube. Um, but just start developing your own personal brand and just recognize that on my journey, every time I've tried to extract Uh, value from my audience by asking them to purchase something or referring them to a program. Every time I've done that, my followership, my engagement has dropped. Mm. So I know very early on, I tried to to monetize uh, by directing my audience to a bootcamp I had a partnership with where I had some sort of affiliate agreement to. Uh, I did that. I think a little too early. I had an upswing in my following that stagnated and dropped once I started trying to sell something.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But then I pivoted back to just producing free content and my advice and my newsletter. And then it started skyrocketing again. Uh, So I would say at least initially, I'm kind of talking in circles here, focus (laughs) on that following and just recognize that it might take you a while to to, to have a significant size of enough audience that you can extract value from it without damaging your growth trajectory.
0: I love that. That's some great advice. And it's true, you need to know when to to monetize. Have have that option to monetize as early as possible, but don't look for it to be the uh, start selling right away until you have a larger audience that understands the value yeah. that you give. I think that's a, a great piece of advice, Eric. Um, I want to know in the two years that you're two and two and a bit years that you've been doing this, has there been a moment or memory that you've had either of something you've been able to accomplish or something that you've been able to help a client accomplish that you'd like to share with us today?
1: Yes. I was relatively early on, mostly doing one-on-one coaching. I had some small speaking engagements. Uh, Then I had a company, approached me asking if I would come and have some workshop uh, uh, with their organization. And sure, I I pitched them what I usually uh, pitched it for an engagement like that. And their response was, what an incredible deal. I thought I was overcharging, (laughs) right? I was still a little struggling with some of my self-confidence. And what I was trying to do, there were some naysayers on social media, you'll you'll, you'll bump into those, no matter what you do. But for me to throw out, you know, a few thousand dollars, you know, this is what it's going to cost. And for them to say, what a deal, not just yes, but like, oh my gosh, I, you know, implying they would have paid much more, right? And i like, wow, maybe it was such a confidence boost. Like, oh my gosh, there is a demand for this. Yes, what I am doing is valuable, perhaps more valuable than I even realize. And just that, that it was a, like an email exchange back and mm-hmm. forth. Just that walking away from that email, email exchange just made me question so many, so many things. Because f- uh, before that, so much of my sales had been to an individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and me as a, an individual, you know uh, consumer sales very price sensitive right there's a big difference between twenty dollars and fifty dollars yeah and so those are the numbers that i'm you know typically thinking of personally and that I'm offering for one on one consultations, but thousands of dollars for a company that that's like pennies yeah right? it, it, in some instances, so just recognizing that scale and that opportunity. That if I can partner with more boot camps, educational institutions, recruiting firms, just what what options are available to me now? Oh, that's game changer.
0: I love that. I, I love that uh, mindset and realizing when you're dealing with a company, if you go business to business, that you can start charging more, and businesses will be like, "Okay, that's fine." Whereas with individuals, you have to understand where they are in the uh, hierarchy of uh, the economic ladder.
1: Um, Yeah. Like by, for example, my newsletter, you know, whether it's $2 or $5, $15, you have different pricing tiers depending on on what you want. Yeah. I'm competing with Netflix, right? mm -hmm. Sure. I'm not providing entertainment uh, in that form, but from a budget perspective, like it's discretionary income of an individual's household that I'm competing with Uh, for a company though, I'm competing with uh, their other investments or if I'm doing a job search and it's an educational institution like a boot camp who's, who's they have they share the same goal, like they get paid more money if students get higher paying jobs. Like my incentives are now in line with their fin- their financial outcome, then yeah, the opportunity is so much greater.
0: I like that. Um what ah, lost the question. Damn it.
1: Uh, you're good. Yeah. I hate when yeah, that happens. You're, um, you're getting older, my friend. Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I do have the gray hairs and it's 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 annoying <laughs> when I start finding them. I'm like, oh, God, no more. Um, but we're going to jump to the spark question of the show since I lost the question. And if it comes back to me, I'll ask you it. But uh, as most of my audience knows, spark is from the uh, guys over at Seek Discomfort. I highly suggest you find it. It is uh, to spark conversations with uh, strangers who are just friends you haven't met yet. So I would like to know who is someone you look up to, but you've never met.
1: Somebody I look up to who I've never met. Can I, can I cheat a little bit and sure. say somebody that I've met once?
0: <laughs> sure. Or, we'll allow it. Did, how yeah. long was the meeting?
1: Uh, uh, we had dinner together at a conference. I'll
0: allow it. I'll you
1: allow it. it. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, James Q. Quick. Also, a software engineer, I just recently went full time on his content creation journey. Oh. Uh, so I followed him uh, for a while. Uh, we were able to meet in person uh, at a conference, and and from he's living the dream. My, a variation of my dream, not a hundred percent. Our our content does a hundred percent overlap, uh, but the idea of being able to break out of the mold of the nine to five to be able to embrace a future that's entirely controlled by my vision seems extremely exciting to me. So I met him once, but I, I would still say I'd love to grab coffee with him again and, and hang out more if I could.
0: I bet you if you send him an email, he'll say yes um yeah <laughs> what i'm He's gonna do I, I i don't doubt it he seems like a great guy anybody who jumps into the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial world so far i've met have have been awesome because their main goal is to help people so that's that's inspiring um eric i'm going to jump off the screen here i'm going to give the floor to you please let my audience know where they can find you where they can follow you so that they can uh, learn if they are a, a software engineer how they can become mm-hmm. the happiest software engineer or there how to land their first job and i'm pretty sure your your uh, your tips and tricks will work for any anybody but uh, the floor sir is yours
1: uh, very good yes so you can find me on the link. That has a link to all of the services that I provide: one-on-one mentoring, coaching, some uh, resources and tools uh, that I partner with to help you in your job search. Uh, also has links for boot camps, colleges that I mentioned earlier. If you need help improving your placement rate to help your students find their first job, uh, if you want to connect with me, uh, I am most active on LinkedIn, so message me there and. Uh, linkedin.com slash i n slash e b anderson that is s e n that always trips people up but hope to connect with you there if you are a software engineer looking for that first job
0: awesome eric thank you so much uh for coming on to the show today There is some uh, construction going on. So if there's some loud banging, I apologize to my audience. I'm going to try and get that. The
1: joys of working from home.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Eric, yes. I want to thank you for being on the show. Uh, It's been great talking with you, learning about your journey so far in entrepreneurship.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Phil look forward to talking to you later.
0: Excellent. To my audience, as you know, as always, the show notes will have the links to Eric's uh, website as well as his LinkedIn. So make sure you go check him out. And always remember to invest in yourself. Hey, digital entrepreneurs, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Now, If you're looking to take your podcast to the next level, like most of these entrepreneurs have taken their business to the next level to scale it, if you will, make sure you check out my brand new newsletter links are down below. It is called the monetization mogul syndicate newsletter, or it could be feel better stories of monetization moguls or making moguls is what I do. So make sure you go ahead and check that out. But I want to thank you very much for listening And as always, remember to invest.